Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Folks, if you are under any uh, uh, illusion here or living in some delusional belief system where the FBI and the DOJ and the Biden administration give a hit with an S in front of it about what you think about their tyranny and their despotism and their growing uh, authoritarianism, you're crazy. Uh, the network of their political targets just keeps expanding by the day. I, I find out last night, Mike Lindell, Mike Lindell, his company's a sponsor of this show. The MyPillow guy uh, was surrounded and swarmed by the FBI again last night. <laughs> Christopher Ray and Merrick Garland, I'm telling you now, along with Joe Biden, are the greatest threats to freedom and liberty this country has seen in decades. That is not an exaggeration. This is just, um, the tyranny continues. This is getting hard to believe. All right, I got a big show for you today. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Stand up to big tech. Get a VPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. I've got that. Um, I've got a little bit of good news. Given the growing tyranny and despotism and the corruption and the inflation and the border crisis, folks, you know, sometimes in life you need a foil. You know, I always use that example, like a diamond can look brighter on a black background. You need that foil, that black background, right? Uh, Biden's providing that right now. He's providing such atrocities and a horrible and a parade of horribles that when we get a good president in there next and some decent legislators, it's going to look like uh, the 1984. It's morning in America again. Ed. That's the good news. All right. As I said, today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. I've told you how important it is to have a VPN to protect your online privacy, but choosing a VPN you trust is equally as important. Now, I only recommend brands to my listeners I believe in. I can say with full confidence, ExpressVPN is the best VPN on the market. Here's why. Number one, ExpressVPN doesn't log your activity online. They developed a technology called Trusted Server. It makes their VPN servers incapable of storing any data at all. Number two, it's fast. ExpressVPN now uses Lightway, a new VPN protocol they engineered to make user speeds faster than ever. ExpressVPN is always blazing fast. It lets me stream videos in HD quality with zero buffering. Three, ExpressVPN is easy to use. You don't need any technical skills to set it up. Fire up the app, hit a button, and you're connected. Business Insider, The Verge, and many other tech journals rate ExpressVPN the number one VPN in the world. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino today. Get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash Bongino. All right, Joe, let's go. Here we go. Yes, sir. Here we go. Is right. So we find out yesterday, you can see in this article in the Daily Wire here, that the tyranny continues. The FBI, the DOJ, and Joe Biden are not remotely intimidated at all at our uh, very sincere and candid accusations that we're turning into a third world republic and a tyranny full of despots. They don't care. I keep telling you it's been three days in a row now that the thing about despots and tyrants is they do despotism and tyranny. They don't really care what you think about it. And the fact that we have a compliant, suck-ass mainstream media that doesn't do a freaking thing to stop these people, matter of fact, encourages the tyranny, is making the matter far worse. Daily Wire, Ryan Savidra, my pillow CEO Mike Lindell claims the FBI surrounded his car, seized his cell phone. Swarming the pillow guy now. Not an insult to Mike. Mike has done uh, a lot for the cause. But Mike runs a company, sells pillows, they're an advertiser of the show. They sell slippers and other products. Mike Lindell, Mike Lindell's your guy. Again, folks, I can't, uh, I, I'm running out of words here to describe to you how ugly this is getting. 
I think one of the value-added components of this show, in contrast to other shows, is I understand the power of being given a badge and a gun. Being given to you by the federal government. And with that badge and that gun being said, you can take people's lives and take people's freedom in service to the United States. You know what an amazing responsibility that is? The fact that this entity, the FBI, has now been entirely, completely corrupted and is being run by a tyrant, Christopher Ray, and a despot, and another despot, Garland, the attorney general in name only, he is now a full-blown political activist tyrant, is now bossing them around and telling them to go and enforce this political dragnet is just beyond disturbing. Now, I will say again for the umpteenth thousand time, if we win back the Congress, please God vote. Please vote. I am begging you. I'm not losing using his name in vain. We are going to lose this country. It is happening as we speak. We have a chance. We have a good chance to not only save it, but to rescue it and bring it back to its prominent role in the world. We have a good chance to do that. But when we get in there in 2022 and hopefully in 2024 in the presidential, ladies and gentlemen, we must either disband this agency, the FBI, take the funding and move it to other places or everybody at the top. We cannot be absolutely sure the FBI, matter of fact, forget the top rank and file too who have not sworn an oath to the United States and have sworn an oath to the Democrat Party, fired immediately, 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 fired immediately. No pension, nothing. Fired immediately. Bonds have been broken. Any trust in the FBI is now annihilated. I would not talk to these people. I would demand to see a warrant. They cannot be trusted. I would trust nothing they say. And the ramifications of this, as I read in that article in America, what is it, AFNN, America, remember that was it, American Freedom News Network? They had that article up by that guy, a terrific article, where it said, this is it for the FBI. Juries aren't going to trust them. Magistrates aren't going to trust them. Nobody's going to trust them. They are a useless entity at this point. Take the good agents left, disperse them amongst other federal agencies, hand over their responsibilities to others and get rid of this broken empire because that's what they're running. There is deep systemic corruption at the FBI. It is not fixable. Listen to me. It is a failed, broken organization. It has failed. There is no saving it. I have seen this operation. I know what they can do. It is over. I can't, you know, if this is too much, Tom, I'm really, because I know Gita doesn't like when I talk about the same thing two days in a row. But folks, I'm getting texts, calls, messages from people in the Trump network who on my life, I know, did nothing wrong. All they did was support Donald Trump and they believed there were some shenanigans in 2020, which in a free country, you're allowed to speak. You're allowed to have those thoughts. Everyone is terrified the FBI is coming for them next. You're telling me this is still a free country? The FBI, you disgrace, you disgrace the whole country. Just a disgrace. I, I'm, I'm just waiting. I assume I'll see you. Either. Don't listen. When the, I'm telling you, in the future, when the defund the police stuff starts again and the left turns on you, do not turn to me or anyone else. Do not turn to me or anyone. You've burned any and all semblance of credibility. Bonds have been broken. Trust has been destroyed. It's over. It's over.
You, you, you have nothing to say to these people. Nothing. You know, Pedro Gonzalez put out an interesting tweet before. I'm not going to put it up on the screen, but the gist of it was Americans are starting to grow up to the realization really quick and really fast that one of the biggest threats to their freedom and liberty is coming from inside the country. And it's not the white domestic terrorists uh, Christopher Ray and Merrick Garland want you to believe. It's the FBI and the DOJ. This is incredible what's happening. Why the anger this morning? Folks, it's not just now the FBI is expanding their political targeting dragnet as they rapidly morph into bouncers for the Democrat Party almost overnight. We found out yesterday that the spying operation where the FBI spied on Donald Trump as president, spied on him as candidate. That's a fact. It's not open for negotiation. Libs, shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. I'm not interested. Sit in the corner and shut up. I'm not interested in stupid. It's Wednesday. I'm really salty today over this bull. I'm, I'm not interested in your stupid. They spied on him. We find out yesterday, and I, again, I don't think I'm overselling it, an explosive revelation, a court filing by John Durham, who's investigating the FBI's corrupt, disgusting, anti-constitutional attack and spying operation on Donald Trump. We find out now that the FBI was actually paying the Russian source for Christopher Steele after they determined Christopher Steele's source was no good. Joe, do you have the whistle? Do you have the, uh, um, I mean, yeah. I need a little like, uh, I, I really, because I'm like about to lose my mind over this. Here we go. Because bro. I okay. Thank you. Okay. 15 ah. yards, oh. uh, 15 yards, illicit, unauthorized law enforcement activity in violation of the constitution. Replay first down. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Wait. Here it is. Our buddy Technofog. He has a great sub stack, by the way, the link to it will be in the newsletter. Read it. Read it, Bongino.com slash newsletter. Durham shocker. Danchenko was a paid FBI informant. He says, we'll start with the most damning development. So John Durham filed this court filing yesterday. He, again, he's investigating the Spygate thing. Danchenko, who was Christopher Steele's, you know, Russian source, close to Putin, fellas. Danchenko was on the FBI payroll as a confidential human source. Remember, pay attention to these dates, folks. From March of 2017 to October of 2020? Here it is. There's a filing right there. You can see it. In March, the FBI signed and defended up as a page CHS of the FBI. Terminated their relationship in October of 2020. Now, Joe, uh, you've been here a while. Guy wasn't around for this one. But do you remember, I don't know, four years ago or something, I'm losing track of time, when we were writing books on this whole thing, the Spygate affair, and I told you I had a source that had relayed to me that in January of 2017, mm -hmm. the FBI interviewed a number of people involved in the production of the dossier. And one of them specifically said that this is all crap. Yeah. Remember that? I said, yeah, Comey I knew about it. Yeah. I, even, I even know the names of the people in the, the first names of the FBI folks that were in on the interview. So just to be clear, there's this allegation Trump colluded with the Russians in January of 2017. I'm telling you, and I told you, you can go back and look up the episodes yourself. That from a unimpeachable source again, that in January of 2017, the FBI knows absolutely positively that this is all garbage, that the people are saying uh, who are saying this aren't saying it. Go back to that, the, the Durham Shocker thing one. So if they knew that in January of 2017, how the was this guy signed up as a source when they know his information was garbage in March of? 2017.
So they fire Christopher Steele as a source in 2016, 16. They interview his subsources in 2017, January. They find out Steele's lying, that the subsources are lying, that the dossier is a lie. And then they go up and sign the same guy alleged to have given the information to Steele in March of 2017, months after they know it's a lie. <laughs> FBI, baby. Fidelity, bravery, and integrity. Guys are great. Weird. We so strange. The, where's the yeah. fidelity? The bravery. Any integrity left? Agency has disgraced the country, disgraced itself. It is an embarrassment to your taxpayer dollars. Of course, the story gets even worse. They needed to continue the big lie, of course. That's you may be asking, fair enough, good question. If they knew all of this was fake and the sources weren't telling the truth or the sources were lied about themselves, hey, the source said this and the source says, no, I didn't. You get it? There's a difference. In one case, the source says something and admits it's a lie. In another case, people said the source said something and the source is like, I never said that. Either way, either way, it's a lie. You may say, why hire Danchenko in March of 2017 if they knew everything was a lie in January of 2017? Danchenko, the Russian source. Well, because they simply needed to continue the big lie, folks. None of this is complicated. The FBI are political bouncers for the Democrats. They needed to attack Donald Trump to cover up their corruption and Jim Comey's uh, falling for, if you read Holman Jenkins' work in the Wall Street Journal, that, uh, that fake uh, memo from the Danish intelligence service. So they needed to cover it up. So they decided they were going to target Trump for a spying operation. That the spying operation was based on false information didn't matter. They figured they'd just sign up the next guy and let him lie. Here, Technofog. Realizing its own misconduct, the FBI made Danchenko a paid source in March of 2017, just before the third FISA was submitted in April. This would allow Comey's FBI to work directly with Danchenko in support of its counterintelligence investigation into Trump. Here, here's the kicker. Techno nails it here. Danchenko, being a confidential source, also served another purpose. It protected the FBI and the Mueller special counsel from revealing their, quote, sources and methods. How do you hide misconduct? You bury the witness. So again, just to be clear, FBI learns the Steele dossier is fake. They learn that the Steele dossier information comes from Danchenko, according to uh, allegations made by many credible people involved in it. They go and they find out Danchenko's story isn't true. So what do they do? Instead of looking into Danchenko and prosecuting him, they sign him up to work with him. Fidelity, bravery, integrity, baby. FBI. Now, Devin Nunes was on Sebastian Gorka's excellent program yesterday. And Devin Nunes is getting this information live time. This court document just broke yesterday, hence why we're talking about Spygate yesterday. Uh, today. It's not just uh, I'm just pulling this out of our cabooses here. So Devin Nunes is getting this information live time. He explains right here beautifully what I just said. That January, they know this is fake in 2017. And it doesn't matter. They don't care. It's not a serious law enforcement agency. They were a political agency that was doing political opposition research on Trump. And they had to hide Danchenko and his bad information. So even though they know it's fake, they just sign him up anyway. Giving you the double-barreled family-friendly. Here, check this out. What people have to remember, you have to go back in time to March 2017, the first year of the Trump administration. This is right around the time 
that myself, Chuck Grassley, Senator Chuck Grassley, and others, Trey Gowdy at the time, we all figured out that this was total nonsense. The steel dossier, steel collusion. collusion. There was nothing. They had zero zip. So why does this matter so much? It was it's because the this if now that we know this was a confidential human source, this is the guy that through 2016 was working for Fusion GPS is essentially their phony Russian that and that information was making it into the dossier. The FBI knows at that point we're on to them, right? This is McCabe, Strzok, all these guys that are now no longer there. Maybe some guys that are still in the building, but they quickly go out to sign this guy up to what? To protect him. It had to have been so, to protect so him. This- I mean, does anybody know more about this than Devin Nunes? The answer is no. He was investigating this the whole time. The FBI was afraid their fake source, allegedly close to Putin, who had all the cookies, Joe, he had all the Trump collusion cookies, this super secret source. We can't tell you, Devin Nunes in Congress, who it is. Super secret squirrel source. We can't tell you. How do you bury the source? You sign them up as a source and pay them. Pretty simple stuff. The corruption is systemic. This agency is not serious. They are only serious about being political enforcers and activists. It is run by despots. You will be next if you are a high-profile Trump supporter. And the left loves it. Make no mistake. This is not a glitch to their system. Political targeting using the gun carriers. This is a feature. It's been a feature of every tyranny throughout human history. I'm going to end this segment here, but please. I am pleading with you, pleading with you, with everything I've got in me. Please vote in November and vote these people out. It's not going to fix everything, but it's a step, and it is a necessary step. Please, we need to disband, we need to reassign and reallocate the responsibilities of this failed agency. It has failed. It has failed America. It has failed freedom. It has failed the Constitution. And let me tell you something. If this is allowed to continue, this onward march, I'm telling you, if you are a high-profile Trump supporter or donor, you will be next. We will never send an anti-corruption message to the FBI, a now fully corrupted law enforcement entity, if we do not respond heavily in November after we win. All right, let me take a break. Is Biden interfering in another election, by the way? Do you hear about this executive order? They're hiding something about this get out the vote executive order. I got a theory on what Biden's up to. Don't miss it. Coming up next. Let me get to this first. Uh, Folks, we're in Omaha Steaks household. You know I love to eat. I love good food. I love it. Therefore, we've been an Omaha Steaks customer for a long time. Summer ending doesn't need to be the end of your grilling season. Go to omahasteaks.com. The food is delicious. Enter keyword Bongino in the search bar, B-O-N-G-I-N-O, and order the All-American Assortment today. You're going to love it. It's mouth-watering items from the butcher cut filet mignons to the caramel apple tartlets my daughter loves. I get hungry talking about it for a limited time. As a special gift for my listeners, when you type Bongino in the search bar, you'll get 12 ultra-juicy ultra Omaha Steaks burgers free with your order. They're Guy's personal favorites. He loves them. But if the All-American Assortment doesn't have what you want, they also have an option on my page 
to build your own perfect menu. Simply pick your favorite items out of the delicious, delectable options provided and create your own grilling adventure. The food is amazing. The price, you can't beat it for this kind of quality. The best part is it also comes again with 12 free Omaha Steaks burgers. They're amazing. Visit omahasteaks.com. Type keyword Bongino in the search bar and fill your freezer with enough gourmet food to keep your cookouts going strong into the fall. That's omahasteaks.com. Keyword Bongino. Thanks, Omaha Steaks. We appreciate it. With cyber attacks on the rise, protecting your data security is more important than ever. So why is Congress considering a law that puts your data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill shifts billions in consumer spending to less secure payment networks, all so that corporate megastores can make bigger profits. Don't let Durbin Marshall steal your data. Visit handsoffmyrewards.com security and tell your senators to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Paid for by Electronic Payments Coalition. So, folks, is Joe Biden and Democrats, the FBI, DOJ, Garland, are they colluding to interfere in another election? Well, I think I just laid that out for you now. And over the course of the last few days, they're picking off Trump associates to interfere in another election. But there's another way they're trying to do it. If you haven't heard of this executive order yet, you should. Again, in my newsletter today, excellent, excellent Byron York piece. It's exhaustive and it's long, but it's worth your time. The title of the piece is called Joe Biden's Secret Voter Plan. In the newsletter, please, please read it. You can familiarize yourself with this executive order. The gist of it is it's being disguised as a voter registration thing financed by your tax dollars. Here's the catch. Whenever they're asked, hey, what are you doing with our federal tax dollars to get out the vote? And whose vote are you trying to get out? They don't want to tell anyone. So Byron, I'll tell you what the EO says in a second. I'm going to kind of do with the executive order in a second, but I want to kind of do this in reverse. So there's been a bunch of FOIA demands like, hey, listen, who are you telling to vote? And what are you doing? Because that's not the government's role. You can campaign as political figures, but using taxpayer dollars to get out the vote, we want to find out where exactly you're doing that. They're not saying anything. But Byron York notes that one troubling clue made it past the DOJ censors because the Justice Department won't respond. On July 12th of 2021, DOJ held a listening session, folks. Oh, a listening session, Joe. Check out who was there. They held it with outside activists working on voting rights. Well, you know what that means. It has nothing to do with actual voting. Yeah. You understand that, right? Here's the group. It included dozens of people, all of them from left-leaning groups. Oh, that's strange. It wasn't with Tea Party groups. The Federalist Society, anything like that? Heritage Action? Left-leaning groups only. Really strange. You paid for this. There were 10 from the ACLU, five from the Campaign Legal Center, three from Demos. 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 Look them up. Three from the Southern Poverty Law Center, a hysterically uh, ridiculous organization that calls everybody they don't like racists and bigots. Five from the Leadership Conference on Civil Rights. Two from BLM. And many others. That sounds like a fair representation of America, doesn't it, folks? So what exactly were they meeting with these left-leaning groups about? Notice no right-leaning groups in there at all. BLM, Build Large Mansions, they were there too. Were they talking about mansions? Well, the executive order, and you can look this up, is 14019. And it directed what is known as an all-of-government initiative. Oh, really? meaning Biden ordered all federal agencies to be involved to increase voter registration among groups that have historically been part of the Democrat coalition. Am I reading this right? 
Uh, hold on. I'll get to the rest of this in a second. Your tax dollars are being paid to essentially campaign to get out the vote for Democrats. Yes, I'm reading it right. And you are too. I covered this, by the way, about two months ago. Quote, black voters and other voters of color have faced discriminatory practices and obstacles disproportionately affecting their communities, the order said. These voters remain more likely to face long lines at the polls and are disproportionately burdened by voter identification laws and limited opportunities to vote by mail. Oh, is that true? Of course, that's based on ridiculous non-existent data that somehow voter ID laws prevent people from voting, although they can't actually show any data showing that's true. Matter of fact, black voter percentages have gone up in elections, even after voter ID laws. So the fact that they're basing that on a conspiracy theory should frighten you enough. But did you notice they're only targeting left-leaning groups and communities they think proportionally will vote for Democrats? Now, I have a theory on this, folks, about what's going on. You ready? So remember the Zuckerbuck scandal? Facebook's Mark Zuckerberg put millions of dollars, they're, they're called Zuckerbucks, the Facebook operation, into what they called like get out the vote voting measures and the money was disproportionately spent in Democrat communities. My guess is now that the Democrats know there's been some of these Zuckerbucks, they're illegal here in Florida now, thanks to Governor DeSantis. My guess is the Democrats said, gosh, that worked so well in 2020. How do we do this again? But this time we don't even need Zuckerberg and his money. We'll just do it with taxpayer dollars under the guise of an executive order helping Democrats get out the vote. Can you think of anything more unconstitutional or ridiculous than your taxpayer dollars being paid for Democrat GOTV efforts for Democrat candidates who go out and fund an FBI that then goes and targets you and swarms your car? I can't. This is Zuckerbucks 2.0. Just replace Zucker with taxpayer bucks. That's what's happening here. Executive Order 14019. Pay very close attention, folks, because they are being really cryptic about this. I have two articles about this in the newsletter today. One from Red State and this one from Byron, New York. Read the Red State article, too. You'll see everything they're doing to make this go away. They don't want to respond to FOIA requests. They are being super quiet about this. This is another effort to interfere in yet another election. Now, as is typical, I like to get the bad news out of the way first because I don't like to leave you in a dour mood, especially on a Wednesday. It's hump day. It's halfway through the week. We've worked hard this week. I think we put out a pretty good product, a lot of listens yesterday and the day before, and I appreciate your support. But there is some optimism and a silver lining, and I kind of opened up the beginning of the show discussing it today. Folks, you know, there's this thing called the foil effect. I talk about it all the time. You know, my friend did it to me the other day. I, this orthodontist friend of mine, he's a good guy. I love the guy to death. And we go out, we hang out a lot. You know, we, uh, we'll have a few adult sodas once in a while. And the families are really tight. Hey, so he's an orthodontist. And we were talking, I don't know how we get it, to talking about work or something, teeth whitening or whatever. And he's like, yeah, teeth whitening is funny because if you get a tan, the more melanin and the deeper tone to your skin, your teeth look whiter. Whether you do anything with your, your, with your teeth or not. And uh, he's Indian. He's a little darker than me. So he said, watch, I'll show you what I mean. He goes, he's like, look, and he put a piece of white paper up against his teeth. And I'm always telling him how white his teeth look because he whitens. He's an orthodontist, right? And he's like, listen, look, check this out. If I put white, really, really white paper up against my teeth, you'll notice all of a sudden they don't look as white anymore. 
And I said, you know, Arvin, you just gave me context, uh, context for my show. I said, I talk about the foil effect all the time. How nothing really changes on one thing, the tooth color. But when you change the background, it appears different. He's like, I hate this example. I can already, I can read your mind, man. I can totally get it. This is what's going to happen in these upcoming elections. By the level of suck we've reached with Joe Biden, it, it's almost hard to make, well, knock on wood with this guy. It's almost hard to make worse. But the thing about the Reagan years, folks, I was young, but I remember them well. Joe, I know you do too. Would you agree with me on this assertion that it was so bad with Carter Gas lines, huh. crappy cars, pintos, a national malaise, a crime in the cities. Mm -hmm. It was so bad that when Reagan came in, and it took him about three years to turn it around. It didn't really turn around until 83, 84. But man, when it turned around, there was this sense of like almost, and again, Joe, you're not going to hurt my feelings. You were older than me, but I yeah. remember it well. I remember, there was like this sense of almost national jubilation. like. America's back like nothing could go wrong. Yeah. I saw it. And, and again, to, to be fair, to be fair, because I believe in reporting, during the Clinton years where we went through that dot-com boom before the crash, there was kind of a similar feeling like, yeah, America's back because we'd had a rough time. There was an ugly recession before. Things are going to turn around. I am long on America. I, I went through that yesterday. I'm going to do it again. The oceans, no enemies, resources. You get all that. We have, we have assets no one else has. But the background has to be really dark first. The background has to be really dark. Yesterday, it got darker. The inflation number popped at 8.3% year over year. Again, 8.3% covered it yesterday during the show is a staggering number. I just, as a bedrock number, keep in your head, at 7% inflation, prices double in 10 years. If your salary doesn't double and your salary stays relatively, relatively static, you are SOL, out of luck, if you know what I mean. 8.3%, prices double, obviously, even sooner. Folks, I'm telling you, if something isn't done dramatically soon, you are going to see permanent 6 to 8% inflation. No, nah, that's never happened. Really? Were you alive in the 70s <laughs> where it went on for eons? Yeah, oh, yeah. You remember that. $15,000 car became a $30,000 car, yeah. which became a $60,000 car. Folks, things are getting bad. I'm a Republican, not a Democrat, but I'm trying to tell you in the most uh, objective manner possible. This has to be one of the most tone-deaf moments I have ever seen on the day where the stock market takes a four-figure dive, a thousand, the worst drop since 2020, and inflation pops at 8.3%. Here's Biden, who, by the way, can't even get a word out, stumbles to listen to the end of this thing. Again, he can't even speak anymore. The guy's losing it. Here he is taking a victory lap over a four-figure drop in the market and 8.3% inflation. Here, watch for yourself. And all our distinguished guests, CEOs, act advocates, adv activists, thank you for joining us. And what a great day. Exactly four weeks ago today, I signed the Inflation Reduction Act into law. Can you, I mean, I'm not kidding, folks. I did advance work in the White House. That's what I did before. I'm very familiar, although I wasn't a staffer. We're in the room with the staff and the military. We're right there. 
I know exactly what the staff does. Can you imagine being the staffer that went forward with this event? 8.3% inflation and a massive stock market drop on the same day Biden goes out and thanks everyone for the, all the progress they're making and in reducing inflation as it hits 8.3%. I mean, they're, I, I, again, did this guy have edibles in the morning with his oatmeal? Whose stupid idea was this? A victory lap. I'm going to get to more of this in a second as I show you just how bad the inflation number was. Thank God gas prices have ebbed a bit, which they have, and that's a good thing. I don't want to see anybody suffer, and you know, you, I know you don't either. But gas prices ebbing a bit kept that inflation number at a catastrophically high 8.3%. Everything else is going crazy. I'll show you what I mean uh, in a minute. It's getting ugly. Folks, Magic Spoon. My favorite uh, treat, love it. Folks, I, get a, I, have a, I have a nasty sweet tooth. It's uh, my dirty little secret. So when I get a sweet tooth, I don't want to eat a bunch of candy and junk. Uh, so I want to eat something healthy. I choose a magic spoon, as you can see from this box, which is torn up. I use this box for a reason. I can give you a new one, but this is how my kids tear it open. Uh, this, is not a, not, this is not some skit. They, this is legit how they tear it open because they love magic spoon. This is blueberry. The cereal is delicious. Who doesn't love cereal? The crunch, the sweetness. You grew up with it. It makes you feel good. But adult cereals, you know, they're boring. They taste bland. No one wants to eat those. Magic Spoon's different. It has a sweet, crunchy texture you love, but it's healthy. Magic Spoon is zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, only four to five net grams of carbs in each serving. It's low-carb, keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, and only 140 calories a serving, and they're delicious calories. You can build your own custom bundle of cereal with flavors like cocoa. Listen to these. Fruity, frosted, peanut butter. Blueberry muffin, maple waffle, that's outstanding too. Honey nut, cookies and cream, and cinnamon roll. Getting hungry? Go to magicspoon.com slash Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O, to grab a custom bundle of cereal. Be sure to use our promo code Bongino at checkout to save $5 off your order. Check this stuff out. We get tremendous feedback. Magic Spoon's so confident in their product, it's back with a 100% happiness guarantee. If you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Just try it out. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash Bongino and use code Bongino to get $5 off. Thanks, Magic Spoon. We're sponsoring this episode. Cereal's delicious. If you're looking for a firearm that's easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from Henry Repeating Arms. It's a portable rifle you can put together and take apart in a few minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case it comes in. It's so small, it can be stored anywhere, in a go bag, anywhere. It's light enough to carry everywhere. Comes in black and two different camo patterns. You can pick one up for three to $400, depending on the finish. You can watch a few videos at henryusa.com survival. And while you're there, be sure to order their free catalog. Henry makes more than 200 rifles, shotguns, and revolvers in the role made in America, backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website. It's henryusa.com and be sure to order a free catalog. They'll send it with free decals on a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and decals and to see the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. So he takes a victory lap yesterday, despite this national malaise we're in. And I'm thinking what article sums up the catastrophe of this 8.3% inflation number best? So I just went through and it took me all of about 10 seconds to find this gem by Craig Bannister at CNS News, a great website. The cost of eating at home records its highest 12-month increase in 43 years as prices spike for all grocery categories. How old are you, Guy? Guy's 31, Joe. 
Guy yeah. wasn't even alive. Guy wasn't even a thought by the time they, we had hit numbers like this for the cost of groceries in your house. No one had even heard of Guy. <laughs> Guy was a non-existent entity. Last time we saw prices this high for groceries, 43 years, or if it was Biden talking, 43 years. This is time for a victory lap. That, that happened at the White House, by the way. Chuck Schumer was there, Pelosi. What kind of brain dead idiot does that? All right, I get it. The, the, the insults probably don't help. I understand. Really, try just for a second. Erase that for a second. Just try to be objective. You know this number is going to pop and you still go forward with the event anyway and you still keep the same speeches? Why do they do this? Why do they continue to gaslight, lie, and misdirect? Because they can. Here is the worst press secretary in the history of press secretaries. Folks, I'm not exaggerating. This woman is terrible. Terrible. She has no ability to be extemporaneous. And the lying never, ever stops. And she's not even good at it. Here's Karine Jean-Pierre yesterday telling people somehow they got a hold on this inflation thing. And again, taking some kind of victory lap about 8.3% inflation. Take a listen yourself. When you look at the data, the inflation data, uh, we're, we're seeing more progress bringing global inflation down in the U.S. economy, as I just stated moments ago. Overall, uh, prices have been essentially flat in our country these, these last two months. Uh, that is welcome news for American families with more work still to do. Okay, it's not flat. It's, that's a lie. It was up month over month, 0.1%. It's not flat. And she says, we've been working hard to bring it down. It's not coming down. Now, you would think the fact checkers would go out and actually check these facts. It did not go down. It went up. But nobody fact checks them. They lie all the time because they're Democrats. They're a protected class, protected by their bouncers at the FBI and DOJ, their bouncers in the media, and their bouncers in the fact-checking community who only attack Republicans. I'll get to that in a second, too. But showing you how the lying is nothing new here. They have been lying to you for well over a year. Here's a quick montage again of a litany of Democrats, again, just lying over and over about inflation. Oh, it's transitory. No economist says it's going to continue. It's been going on for over a year. Take a listen yourself. I really doubt that we're going to see an inflationary cycle. Most economic analysts believe that it will have a temporary or transitory impact. The faster than expected increase in some of those prices is actually a good sign. The overwhelming consensus is going to pop up a little bit and then go back down. No one's talking about this great, great deal. This is something that will uh, settle down. Transitory. Transitory. <laughs> and the data shows that most of the price increases we've seen are were expected and are expected to be temporary. There's nobody suggesting there's unchecked inflation on the way. It's un highly unlikely that it's going to be long-term inflation that's going to get out of hand. I don't know anybody who's worried about inflation. Now, why is this... Just outright outrageous, atrocious lying to your face allowed to continue. Because again, the media does nothing about it. The media, big tech, the consortium of idiots out there 
who reinforce the gaslighting and the agitprop from government. What are they doing about this? The answer is they're doing nothing. Fox News article. Check this out. Nicholas Lanham. This is a good one. Again, in the newsletter today, Bongino.com slash newsletter if you'd like to take a look. Nearly every major fact checker has completely ignored Corrine Jean-Pierre since taking over for Saki. PolitiFact has done just two fact checks while others have done zero. Donut. A big egg. Zero. The woman lies every single day. Reminded me of the famous quote by Elena Gorokova. The rules are simple. They lie to us. We know they're lying. They know we know they're lying. But they keep lying to us. And we keep pretending to believe them. We're in real trouble, folks. Folks, big tech, you know, is part of the consortium of liars out there reinforcing and, and keeping the uh, Democrat bar, electing like bouncers, keeping all the truth tellers out. Hey, we owned a bar growing up. You know, you grab them by the elbow, you grab them by the wrist, you escort the truth tellers out. Now, we know Twitter, Facebook, Google, and YouTube are corrupt, left-leaning organizations, which will do anything they can to enforce the political orthodoxy of the left. We already know that. That's not breaking news. But yesterday, something interesting happened up on Capitol Hill. There was a Twitter whistleblower who's come forward. Now, again, to be fair, he's a whistleblower. And unlike um, the fake news journalists out there, uh, I don't take anybody at their word right away. I want to see some more facts to back it up, and I'd like to see a few more accounts. But this was under oath yesterday up on Capitol Hill, and this is interesting. Uh, there was a Twitter whistleblower who came forward. He was talking to Josh Hawley yesterday, and Hawley asked him a fascinating question about Twitter. Again, this guy was an insider there. He's like, Hey, listen, you know, how secure is that place? Like, can anybody just like hijack an account or anything like that? I mean, how exactly does it work, given that they have something like 4,000 people classified as engineers who have access to your stuff? The guy gave a pretty disturbing answer. Again, I'd like to see some more facts to back it up because we do actual reporting, even against companies I can't stand like Twitter. But this is still worth hearing. Check this out. Um. That's a significant concern. 4,000 people with the ability to dox individual users who pick up the phone and <laughs> use Twitter. Uh, that's extraordinary. Have you ever seen it happen? Uh, I have seen uh, numerous situations where uh, Twitter engineers uh, had to patch a problem. And I said, what was the problem? And they said, oh, engineers could tweet as anybody. The data was exposed in this part. And it was always reactionary rather in finding these wounds left and right and putting Band-Aids on them because the systemic underlying problems were not addressed. The broad access to too much information and too many systems. Uh, folks. You know, that, that's a pretty serious allegation, given what happened to Donald Trump when his account was locked out. Remember that? Before he was canceled. Remember that? 4,000 employees at Twitter. Now, again, I want to hear both sides of this. It's an allegation, but it's a serious one. Upwards of 4,000-something people can access your account and tweet as anyone? You know, what's the first thing that came to your mind, Joe? Like, well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what came to mind. This kind of sounds like it could be a national security problem for us, no? <laughs> I mean, it already happened, right, with them locking out President Trump. Again, that's before he was canceled. Now, Reclaim the Net is a really good piece, and Tom Parker, I love their website, and Tom Parker asked some of the same questions. Here's a summary of Peter Mudge Zatko, Twitter whistleblower. Here's a summary of the hearing. He notes four things. I'm just going to get into a couple of them. 
that uh, th- th- this is his thing with mine too. So a Twitter employee technically notes could take over the accounts of all the senators on the committee. During his open statement, Mudge said Twitter employees have too much access to too much data on too many systems and noted this level of access because it allowed them to take over high profile accounts, including those of U.S. senators. That sounds like an issue to me, guys. Uh, maybe uh, taking over the Twitter account of senators or presidents when Twitter's become the de facto world megaphone. Can you think of where I'm going with this? Yeah. What could possibly go wrong? Like you hijack uh, the account yeah. of a Senate Armed Services Committee member and you, you tweet out that you just heard from the President of the United States it's going to be a nuclear strike on Russia in 10 minutes. I don't know. That sounds kind of like a BFD to me. Has anyone thought of that? Any Anybody? Of course not. It's Twitter. Here's another the uh, tidbit from the uh, the hearing that Reclaim the Net picked up on, that Twitter employees can easily surveil users' real-time location data. When answering a question about the amount of data Twitter collects, Mudge recalled an incident about a Twitter user harassing some members of Twitter's executive team and its board. He said after Twitter's CTO asked him about who the user was, a Twitter employee was able to gain math- massive amounts of data on the user within 10 minutes. Oh, really? Folks, listen, I- I'm on there. I've been back on there since the Elon thing. Not really happy about it, but it's there. But understand, just like when you have an easy pass or a sun pass down here in Florida, you know, with some of these platforms, when you check off those terms of service boxes, I just want you to understand what you're getting into sometimes. Devastating hearing yesterday. This is how the lies continue. Big tech, government, activist groups. FBI, DOJ, they're all in it together, folks. All right. Um, let me get to my last sponsor and then a big thank you and a couple of, and a shout out. I don't usually do shout outs. I got to be honest with you. And the reason isn't to be a jerk. Um, the reason is because if I do it for one person, I feel like I've singled them out and I haven't done right by other people who want to shout out to. I get a lot of these requests for birthdays and stuff. Forgive me. Uh, but this one really kind of touched me. I don't really know why I got it on Facebook, but, uh, and yeah, I'll, I'll tell you in a minute. Uh, first, folks, Land's End. Land's End business is the leading online supplier of iconic uniforms for everyone from top financial institutions and major airlines to local mom and pops. Whether you're a carpet cleaner, mechanic, moving company, corner pizza shop, they have your uniform needs and they've got them covered at Land's End. Don't just slap your logo on any old uniform. Create an extension of your brand that's ready for anything with custom apparel from Land's End Business. Get fully customized clothes, accessories, and promotional products featuring your logo and colors. You'll look great. Professionalism exudes it. Elevated by decades of experience with Land's End. And with best in in customer care, let Land's End handle the inventory while you run your business. Since 1993, thousands of businesses have relied on Land's End business to outfit their employees. They offer timeless style that fits every body type with the widest range of sizes you'll find in branded apparel. See your logo in vivid colors on t-shirts, outerwear, hats, mugs, water bottles, and more. Hundreds of products, perfect for any trade show, event, or holiday gift. Holidays coming up. See why thousands of companies count on Land's End Business. Go to business.landsend.com slash Bongino and use promo code Bongino for 25% off. It's a big saving. Here's a website again. That's business.landsend.com. Dot com slash Bongino, promo code Bongino for 25% off. One more time, business.landsend.com slash Bongino, 
promo code Bongino for 25% off. Thanks, Lance, and appreciate you uh, being a sponsor of the show. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Okay. A big thank you for yesterday, folks. Um, Sean Mahoney, who is a former Secret Service colleague of mine, a patriot, a guy who dedicated his life to the country. He was a a CAT team member, counter-assault team. That's our SWAT team in the Secret Service. Uh, He's struggling right now. I asked you for help yesterday. You all came through to the tune of, I believe now, well over $51,000 in a day. You all are amazing and a sincere thank you. You are the best audience in the business. The best. And I love you for it. If you'd still like to contribute, the Give, Send, Go link is still there. Got $5, a dollar, anything is appreciated. His family's really struggling right now. He's a young guy um, in bad shape. It's gibsengo.com slash G6HKG. Again, gibsengo.com slash G6HKG. It's up on the rumble.com account too if you want to see it. So thank you all for your extremely generous donations. Thank you. And they appreciate it too. I got a text last night from two of my Secret Service colleagues saying they can't believe how amazing you all are. I can. So um, speaking of uh, thank yous as well, I got this this weekend. And um, it really touched me. And again, I don't know why certain things do more than others. I have no idea. But uh, a guy by the name of Michael uh, Watson sent this over. He said, hey, Dan, love your podcast. Listen to your podcast religiously. It gets me through the workday. Would love a shout out on your next podcast. I listen to your podcast for 10 hours at the factory. That's a lot of podcasts listening. All the blue collar guys at the factory love listening to you. Stick it to the libs, baby, exclamation point. Thank you, Michael. Um, I'm speculating here, not to overanalyze this, but growing up in a working class household with a father who was a plumber, a brother who's an electrician, and me who was a cop, I have an allegiance to blue collar folks who get dirt under their fingernails, and this really mattered. I can only imagine my, the honor of my show playing in your factory where you guys build stuff. Thank you. There's your shout out, Michael. We appreciate it. Keep on listening. Spread the word. Thanks, bud. Okay, uh, this is an article you probably need to read in a newsletter. Again, the newsletter is important today. You know Dan Horowitz? He writes for Conservative Review. He's been a guest on my radio show multiple times. He has done exhaustive work, along with Phil Kirpin and Alex Berenson and others, on the now failing vaccine. And by failing, I mean its inability to stop transmission of a virus, which is generally considered to be the purpose of a vaccine to stop transmission or at least mitigate transmission of a virus. Again, Joe, I'm not a doctor, but that was your common understanding of a vaccine, correct? That's true, like Dan. Okay, thank you. So, you know, neither Joe, we didn't stay in Holiday Inn Express last night no. either, but we, we didn't. But, but the problem is it's not exactly doing that. Horowitz has a piece that's even worse. Conservative review. Do the COVID shots erase natural immunity? Well, that would be bad. So he's got two charts up in this piece about the latest study showing how the gradual waning of immunity among unvaccinated children, that's a figure on the left with prior infection. So unvaccinated. The figure on the right, which you can see at Rumble, I'll explain it to you in a second. It's not hard to explain. 
Rumble.com slash Bongino if you'd like to look, or you just read the article. The figure on the right shows a precipitous waning of immunity among children who got COVID, but then got vaccinated. Wait, wait, did I read that right? Yes, you did. Among those infected in November of 2021 in the vaccine group, their level of protection went down to zero within a half a year, even though they already had the virus. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm no uh, Albert Einstein level Stephen Hawking genius, but in some limited circles, uh, we'd call that a clue that there's a problem. So just to be clear, there is now some evidence indicating that even if you had the virus before and then you subsequently get the vaccine, that it may mitigate the immune response to the old virus and wipe some of that out. That doesn't sound like a vaccine to me. That sounds like fertilizer. He has an explanation as to what he thinks it could be. And he cites a Stanford study in the cell, uh, uh, cell publication earlier this year. Researchers observed a decreased immune response to new variants of COVID among those vaccinated for the original strain because the shots are teaching the body to respond improperly. They note, this is a quote, I'm sure it'll be censored by the idiots in big tech because, you know, science and quotes, they don't do that stuff. I'm sure Twitter will jump right on this as they're doxing my location. Quote, we find that prior vaccine, even that the FBI will probably show up at my door after that too. Let me get back to this though. Quote, we find that prior vaccination with Wuhan, Wuhan HU1, the first one like antigens, followed by infection with alpha or delta variants gives rise to plasma antibody responses with apparent, with apparent Wuhan HU1 specific imprinting manifesting as relatively decreased responses to the variant virus epitopes compared with unvaccinated patients infected with those variant viruses, observed the Stanford pathologist. They note the extent to which this causes what this is known as original antigenic sin will be an important topic of ongoing study. Again, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. This is called science. Science is an evolving process. That's an actual quote. If you have a beef with the quote, you can take it up with Stanford. We're just relaying to people actual science, unlike you a-holes um, who want to suppress the science. You don't really care if people die. I do. However, ladies and gentlemen, this sounds like a serious problem. If you got a vaccine that teaches your body to respond improperly to new variants, which are now predominant, that sounds to me like you're in real trouble. As I said in that now viral clip, I'm a sinner who's made a lot of mistakes done a lot of stupid things in my life but i gotta tell you getting that vaccine early on i got nervous i panicked you know i had i still have people you know they make fun of me online and it's so it's a part of the business i mean you know there's not much you can do about it but uh some people think it's hilarious they say, that'll teach bunge you know what an idiot folks i'm just telling you i had cancer at the time uh, I had lymphoma. I did not know if it was going to come back. I did not know what extent the treatment was going to work or not work. And, you know, I was told by a number of very smart people, and I don't fault them. They were dealing with the data at the time, too, that, listen, this thing may not be perfect, but if you get COVID right now with a wiped out immune system, that's what lymphoma is, a chemo, uh, it kind of wipes your immune system out. You have to get these shots, these new Lasta type shots to rebuild your immune system. So if you get COVID with a wiped out immune system, you could be in real trouble. Biggest mistake of my life. 
I should have just quarantined myself for the two weeks after chemo. I just I freaked out and I'm not here to pretend to be smarter than you. Like, oh, look, you idiots. I did the, I was, I was, no, I was, yeah, it was dumb. I should have waited for the science. Like it's starting to materialize to come out. It's just still gets under my skin to this day. Stupid. All right, folks, it happens. How much I can do about it now. Just keep your eye on this story. I've been holding it for a couple of days. I'm sorry. I just want to end the show with this. Folks, there's a possibility of a rail and port strike this Friday. The Biden administration's freaking out about it. Folks, this would be a huge deal. Rails and ports, pretty much everything in your grocery store, your Home Depot, whatever, come through rails and ports. The strike could happen on Friday. There's a small chance uh, it'll happen. I think that everybody realizes that the supply shock would be traumatic, but it's not a zero chance. If it happens and a supply shock happens next, folks, it could tip us into a recession. I'm hoping, Joe, flag it. Wednesday, September 14th, 950. I'm hoping. Thank you, sir. I'm actually praying that that's a flag we don't have to use. If this happens, it could be a big deal. Keep your eyes on it. Thanks again for tuning in, folks. Uh, Thanks again for supporting my friend, Sean, as well. He's in trouble. We appreciate that. And if you wouldn't mind, please subscribe to the podcast. Your subscriptions are what drive us up the charts. Uh, What you did was amazing. We actually moved up two spots last month on one of the most respected podcast charts in the world. We are the 11th most listened to podcast in the country. Believe it or not, that's all based on subscriptions. So click that subscribe or follow button. It's free at Apple, Spotify, and Rumble, all three if you can. Rumble.com slash Bongino. We are not on Google Podcasts. We don't allow Google to have our stuff. Apple, Spotify, Rumble.com slash Bongino. We really appreciate it. See you on the radio show later. You just heard Dan Bongino.